0: I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Mark Sean Lynch. But like, he still said it best. Like, he's about that action, right? Like, Like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like, I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the
1: planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for 12 months from now. We'll talk about it in 12 months. (laughs) Don't leave that dugout. We got Bo and Joe coming up next. On the farm system right here, right now. Fellas, 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 and the ladies, and the ladies now. We got lady, some emails. Lady. And the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the farm unfiltered. Bo looking, you know, as handsome as ever.
0: Trying to, baby. It's tough. I actually
1: I actually kind of like it like this. You know, again, I, I remember for a while we used to do the podcast where I could just, you know, through the ears, and then we used to be doing them in person. Now we're doing them virtually so I can get yeah. back to seeing that face. It's you know way I mean?
0: better. I mean it's hard, you know, when I can't see your mug, it's hard to know what the hell's going on out I mean
1: there. yeah, you just sometimes don't know if I'm giving you a scowl while I'm talking to you. Right. And so now Well, that's most, that's most of the time. That's most of the time. You know, now I got like my fingers crossed behind my back. And you just can't see it, you know, some of the times I'm saying I like you and stuff, you know. Right. So, I get Is it. it a bad hair day? Is that why you got the hat on? Um kind of. I mean, it's still I still got my little lines still in there, you know what I'm saying? And my hair's a little little sleepy head, but I, uh, typically on the podcast, if I'm going to have my hair out, I usually have it like up and styled and stuff. And so right. plus I just want to rock this, uh, this these little, clean ones. yeah, there's these clean hats we got, you know, we, we, got, got, we got, we got, we
0: got to get some new ones. And man, I've had like four or five people ask me this week for hats.
1: I they, I mean, they just go so quick every time we get them, which should Art. be a good reason why we just been focused on all the courses and memberships right. and all that stuff, but.
0: Right. Well, I mean, you got to give the people what they want. I guess if get they the don't want it. they spider. also
1: want yeah. hats. Though, Bo, we can't give it. Right. I can't give them everything they want. You know, sometimes saying. we got to take. We got to take it out one step at a time. Yep. They say, "How do you eat an elephant? One, one bite, bite at a time. time. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So it, it might you be a hippo. Is it a hippo huh? or elephant? I think it's I an don't elephant.
0: Know. all the same thing. Isn't Either it? way,
1: it's a big animal. The t- to take out a big animal, one bite at a time. Yep. So what we got on the docket today, baby? Well, Bo, we've been having some conversations in a lot of different areas, and I think it roots down to people having respect for their time and also understanding why time is our biggest asset. And I think that this is one of the biggest things that I learned over over time. We're going to keep saying right. time, as much time as, much times as we can say time, we're going to say time right. about respecting our time so that people can understand that time's important. Because all we have is time.
0: <laughs> all we got is time, and the clock's ticking.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that it's a big subject. It's a big, it's a big uh, elephant for us right. to to eat, right? Yep. Um, so, let's. I think we just start here, Bo. I think we just start with what would you say is when it comes to that subject, right, of time? What do you think the biggest mindset? You've been around a lot of people, just like I have, that are again very successful. Um you know, have a lot of money, have the success in whatever way, right it could be ethically, morally, financially spiritually right there' are all these other things right right where um what would you say is the differential between people that you know um have been successful in that area right or maybe not as successful, and what are things that you've noticed in relation to time
0: yeah and i think I think it ultimately comes down to you can always see how people value their time by how they value themselves. Uh, That's the biggest thing I see is people say it all the time, but time is money, right? Um, And a lot of people that I know that have this mindset have been on the other side. They've worked a long time and been compensated for a little bit amount of money, Um, which it's the the money. The money is, I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but um, the time that it takes to truly do something and, Um, the value that you have for yourself. I think that people um, that aren't quite in this paradigm yet just don't fully, haven't either experienced it or you can kind of just see the lack of of personal value. That that might sound a little bit harsh, Mm -hmm. but I think that sometimes we undervalue how much value we can provide to people around us where I think a lot of people look outside for value. Right, we 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 say Joe is doing a lot of things. I really value his opinion. That's important. But you also need to value your time and where you're putting the time into uh, the compensation. If 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 that makes sense, I don't know if I'm explaining that well. But um, to answer your question, I just think it's the personal value and where people want to invest their time uh, as opposed to the
1: compensation they're getting in return. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it comes back to that uh, old saying. I actually pulled up a. um, I think it's a poem that Mm -hmm. I read in a book one time that was really impactful for me on the subject. But um, also, I I think it comes back to the old statement as well. I had the other one that popped in my head, um, which was, what was it? It was basically, oh, yeah, when you know what you're worth, you stop giving people discounts. Right. That quote. Okay, but this is the, this is the one I think of all the time. I forgot what book it was in. Let's just guess that it's probably in John Maxwell, right because you know probably. that's me, right? but I read this in a book one time it's called it's called um, I think it's called aI bargained for life or bargained with life okay so it's called it's by this by, it's by Jesse uh, Bell, okay mm-hmm. I bargained with life for a penny, and life would pay no more however I begged. At evening, uh, however, I begged at evening when I counted uh, my uh, scanty store. For life is just an employer, he gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the task. I worked for a menial hire once uh, only to learn, dismayed, that any wage I asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So, I like that yeah it's actually a pretty good poem I, I probably uh, you know work on my my reading skills in public but in, in in any case um what I take from this right is that life gives you what you ask right, right. and if and this isn't to say this isn't the um, what is it what is it called what's the you know when i I just had to think about it right the attraction what is it what's the law of attraction, law of attraction. Right, this isn't this isn't there's parts of law of attraction, which I get again, it's like more of a mindset, but like, it's just understanding that again, if we set our sites low, we're going to hit low. And also too, we're going to be bargaining low. If we set our sites high, we're going to be bargaining high. Right? right. And so, and a lot of terms, terms, right too, is you ask for, you know, again, if you set in your sites that you want to be, you know, a uh, CEO or you want to be president of the United States, or if you want to be, um, you know, again, you want to be a hitting coach in the MLB or if you said that you want to work at a D1 school or you want to be, you know, the head coach or whatever, right? right. Um, what we set our sights on is interesting enough. We're probably going to hit right around where we set our sights for because we're aligning our life towards an end result with a target. And like that has to do again, obviously enlarge with what we do with that time. And I, I, well, I don't know about you, but one of the lessons that I learned more than anything as in leadership is that direction is more important than work. And this is what I mean by that is that you can always be working. You, you, people just say, Oh, you're just going to work hard and you'll achieve your goals. No, no, (laughs) we need to work hard in the right direction. Right. We're working hard in the wrong direction. Right. If I say, Hey, you know, again, go grab me, uh, grab me that bat and the bats four feet to my right. Right. But you start walking that way and have to walk all the way around the earth and say, well, if I just work hard, I'll achieve it. Like, sure. But also too, the bat, you could just went this way. Right. And you wasted all of this time doing all these other things to get to the same destination. So I think. Um, or if you ever even get there, you might get lost along the way, right? You have to go through the sea, like all these things that happen, right? You get ate by a shark midway and you died when all you had to do is go over here and get the bat, right? So, right. so I say, I say all of that to say is, is, is this, is that understanding that when you're a leader and you point in a certain direction, you're, it's not just your time. You're yeah. mul- you're a multiplier of time. Right. So let's say let's say I have, and I used to say say this all the time again when I was you know with Planet Fitness, right? So I got a hundred a hundred plus people on my staff. If I have the entire staff in for an hour meeting, what did I just do? That's a hundred plus hours right. that I just took for one hour of the day. Yep. What could we have done with a hundred plus hours? What could we have achieved? Now imagine if that's in the wrong direction. You're in trouble. What if I told them to do something and I told them the wrong thing? Right. Now I got a hundred hours in the wrong direction and who knows how many hours it's going to take to clean that up. Right. Maybe I told them to use the wrong chemical. Maybe they were were doing it again. It could be a, a bit big fallout. Right. So direction is so important. I think people undervalue direction and it's, it's correlation with time. Because time is a multiplier, as you get go up through levels and you're a leader, mm-hmm. when you point the wrong direction, there is big fallout. When it's just you and you go in the wrong direction, it's like, oh, I only spent an hour on that, no problem. But right. when you got a whole team and the more people you have on your team, you have them working in the wrong direction.
0: Yep. Man. That's the uh even before direction, I and this so we're fortunate, it's just you and I, but yep. we worked together before and, and even before you point in the direction, it's getting the plan in place and making sure that everything you're doing is aligning with the direction you want to go because money, you can always make money like that. That's, that, that's why time's more valuable. You can't get time back. It's, it's, it's just like you're saying. So even before the direction and, and we'll tie this back into coaching for, um, and this is what me and you would always say is efficiency trumps the amount of hours you're putting in. So if joy and I can get something done in five hours, the same amount of time it takes somebody else to get down in 20 whose time is more valuable as far as compensation wise. So yeah, don't, and this is something we'll probably be called young liberals, whatever, but you do have to work hard. Like don't hear what joy and I, and what I'm not saying, cause it takes work and it takes time. But when where you're going matches with your end goal matches with the, how, how much you value yourself, that's when you start to become more efficient because it's so clear in your head. I think a lot of people, they're kind of throwing darts. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm. if I put in a hundred hours of work, I'm going to get this back. No, the time in the earth doesn't, they don't care. It's just a matter of what you're getting done and the amount of time you're putting in. Right. Mm -hmm. If me and you spend a hundred hours sitting here trying to figure out what we're we're going to do with the podcast, the podcast isn't going to get done. Right. So Mm. what I'm saying with all that is the direction is important. The amount of time you're putting is important, but more than that is understanding
1: what you want to get back
0: in return For the time you're putting it.
1: Exactly. You can't point a direction until you know where you're headed or where you want to go. And I think it's like, it's like, it's like getting in the car and not having a destination to go to. How are you going to, how are you going to get the GPS to get you to navigate you to, or how do you know the most efficient route when you don't know the angle?
0: Right. And, and, and today uh, I think there's so many different routes. Whereas 50 years ago, if you wanted to be a head coach, there was kind of a blueprint, but now there's so many people that are trying to do what you're doing that if you're not laser focused and you're kind of just, you know, going through the motions, like you'll be successful. I'm not saying you won't be successful, yeah. but yeah. times have changed to the point now where it's like, you really have to be laser and you really have to be efficient um, to truly, I think, maximize one year time to your compensation, because I, I, I think it's a line out of rich dad, poor dad, um, being rich and being wealthy are two different things, right? Mm. Because rich, you don't have time. Wealth, you have time. Your money's working for you, right? And some people like to work. I mean, Joey, if me and you get big and one day, let's say the farm system's really big, like I think we'll still work just because that's how we are. But there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy and having time and having money.
1: Yeah. I would even say that too, Bo. I would say, and again, not to pat us on the back too much, is that we've had that wealth thought in mind is that First off, just so you guys know, uh, we're not wealthy, but yeah, <laughs> But pointing towards somewhere that it does lead to wealth, right? And you, and again, this is where wealth, real wealth comes from again, as well as providing a service to people and helping a lot of people. The more people, someone told me that one time too, right? You want to make money, find a way to help people, right? find a way to help people. If you find, and, and if a lot of people value the help that you're providing, you're going to make more money, right? right. So this is my, my thought with this, though, is that when we're looking at, you know, something of that is we've also tried to design our life around a mindset that it's not around work. Now, right. we do work a lot, but that isn't our lives, right? Like my identity, like we talked about that identity and like insecurity and like all of those things we talked about, blind spots, all that stuff that we had in those earlier episodes, right? That we talk about that as again, like, I love the farm system, but my identity is not in the farm system, right? If the if the farm system doesn't do as good one week or it does better the next week, right? Like I'm still the same person week after week, right? right. Or try to be, right? So I still try to be the same exact person, right? And, I, and, and a lot of that is very easy for me to stay grounded and stay consistent in who I am because my identity isn't on how the farm system is doing. If the farm system is doing good, then I feel good. If the farm system is doing bad, then I feel bad. It's the same exact thing for players, right? if you have a hitter where he's a good teammate only when he's hitting well, and he's an awful teammate when he's hitting like trash, right? Or he's not even in the game, right? Again, his identity is in his performance, right? Yeah. And I would say, and I just had this conversation with my brother yesterday, is that for me personally, and that doesn't have to be for you. You can find whatever that is for you. But for me, where I found that from was my is in God. My identity is not in, uh, you know, my identity is not in just what I do or, this or that or you know what i'm saying like i could go get another job and do other things um and be create like again it's more it's not necessarily that it has to be baseball or it has to be this like my, my again I, I i have just like you i enjoy a lot of things right? right i enjoy i i spread into a lot of different areas i like business i like history i like you know again i like movies i like you know i like paddle boarding i like the ocean like you know what saying? like i like a lot yeah. of stuff right and so um, with all that, I like creating. I like editing. Obviously, a lot of things that we do, you know, now I like podcasting. I like, you know, I like doing sure. a lot of this stuff. But my identity is not in just one thing, right? My identity is in God, which then is in all things, right? Right. Which now we're getting ill no, again, philosophical, but
0: but Joey, it's so hard. I mean, especially in coaching. I mean, these these volunteer and grad assistants—they're working 13 hours. They don't have time to go do all that other stuff you're talking about.
1: <laughs> well, this is the thing. I think. I think this is the 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 part with that is is again is that look at certain points in your life you're gonna have to work more than others. But just make right. sure that again, obviously they're gonna, you're gonna be grinding, right? There's a grind in what you do, but also at the same time, like me and you grind, right, Bo? But at the same time too, we live a pretty good life, right? right? Like. We have a lot of flexibility in how we live. We make money in a lot more flexible ways than people that make the same amount. Like money isn't the same, right? When you talk about again, someone that's rich and someone that's wealthy could be have the same amount of money, right. but someone that's wealthy also has their time and money. That's yeah. different, right? right? Than just having money, right? right? So I want again, just like efficiency for, and again, I know we're getting kind of <laughs> getting going a different direction here, right? We'll swing it back, but. I want, again, when we're doing things, um, I know when we're, when we're doing things is that I want to do things that get me both, right? right. And we, we, we create value. I want to create value that also creates time for us. And we're very strategic about how we go about doing those things. And it's just like efficiency, right? Efficiency for movement and efficiency for how you organize your life you know, again, are also very similar as well. Being efficient is make as much money as possible with a little bit, as least effort as possible, right? Build an infrastructure that you can do a little bit of work that provides a ton of value for other people. Right. Right. And so, and I know that, you know, we're turning into a business podcast and a life, uh, life podcast here with finances, but, um, I think, I think, yeah, exactly. It's all one thing because it ties back into how you're coaching as well and where you're spending your time. Um, because again, we have this confusion. And again, I grew, I grew up in this blue collar mentality that I was just talking to my brother about that the other day too, is that we just thought if it isn't working, I just got to work harder. I just got to work harder. I just got to work harder. I just got to do more work. I just got to do more. I got to do more. And that's not always the case. And oftentimes you're actually working hard in the wrong direction.
0: Right. And I think that's why, uh, I, I always make fun of myself. My mom always says I'm like an old man in a young kid's body, a young man's body. I feel that. But, I feel like I'm very grateful to have seen um, the other side and like experiencing some um, people fall on their face and, and some family turmoil because at some point it's going to happen to you. I mean, every, every old coach, we've every old coach, every tenured coach, head coach, what do they always say that their balance was off when they were young, they were working too hard. They thought they knew everything. They didn't fully understand the whole picture of the work life balance. And I think, especially with your experience, Joey and I have these mindsets because we've experienced some things along the way that um, in the moment might not have been um, ideal, but I think it's helped us evolve at a little bit quicker pace mindset
1: wise. Yeah. Um, Rocco, right. Good. Right. For sure.
0: So I think that, I mean, it's like my dad always said, like he valued himself by how much money he made and how much time he was working Mm -hmm. and now he's making, you know, significantly less money, but he's actually enjoying his life more because now he has time and he can spend time with our family. And, um, I say all of that to make sure that like you have a good balance because it's easy to get lost in the sauce. Me and Joel will do it. We'll come up two weeks later and be like, man, like what the hell just happened? Like we just put in 120 hours of work in two weeks and you know, the fruit of the laborers might show up, but did it really in that amount of time. So yeah, it's also, um,
1: I, it's also hard too with a lot of those things, right, though, just like we do with the podcast, but it's the same with coaching is that it's not pull a lever and see what moves. It's like, pull a lever, wait four months and see how it planned out. You know, right. like, and that's, and that's what makes it hard. Right. Cause you're like, you pull a lever and it's like, Oh, well, I guess it's time to wait now and just see if that strategy worked out because you know, you're not going to see it in your first initial, you know, interaction, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we might pull a lever and go a different direction if that is coaching or whatever, right? Your, your culture or, you know, again, how we're developing our business or how we're doing these things, you might pull a lever and then for four months have no idea, you know, until, you know, kind of get glimpses of what it's going to look like, but some things take longer, right? And usually the bigger changes and especially mindset, you're going to see that fruit of your labor over time. You're not going to see it in just your first interaction.
0: Right. And I think we, I think, I mean, we've said this on podcasts before, but we kind of live in times of, the instant gratification and everything happens fast, man. Like if, you, if 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 I open up an app and it takes three seconds to load, I might be clicking out. So I'm a victim of this as well. But that kind of defers us away from how life works—that it takes time. You need patience. Like more businesses fail. What did you say last time? At, at a ninety percent of clip. businesses
1: fail. Ninety percent of businesses fail within the first within five, five years. years. And that's
0: because the first time we fail, it's like we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Let's let's ditch it and go find something that works quick. Um, and I think that's why the people that, I mean, Bezos is the richest man in the world and he didn't have a profit for 10 years and now Amazon's running the world, right? Imagine if he would have quit after year one or year two, or year three, like everything would be different. So I think that it's, it takes time. I mean, every morning I'm still working on it. I read, I, I meditate every single morning cause it's a continual mindset. Um, and I think more and more often today we're getting conditioned the other way that's like, if it's not happening for me quick, then I need to find something else to, you know, fill that void that, that I'm missing, you know.
1: So. Well, I think that's the hard part too, right? Because you could be waiting and saying, okay, trust the process, do that stuff. And but again, you're, you're working in the wrong direction. Yep. Right? Sure. You think you're working towards where your goal is. You think you're making the right decisions. You pull the lever, but then you realize too, some of those levers, you put like, again, I pull a lever and then I find out like 15 years later, like, man. I wasn't, you know, there's a lot of information about hitting and again, you do what, you do the best you can with the information that you currently have. Right. Right. And so I tell that guys, I tell that to kidding guys all the time. I'm like, look right now, I'm still giving you the best information that I have with my current, where currently my brain is at 10 years from now, I might've told you something different. And again, maybe I'm more right now, or again, maybe I'll be more right in 10 years. Right. right. Your, your perspective is always shifting and, 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 floating and changing. Right. And in principle, um, you know, again, there's still, it's just different ways of uh, talking through things and whatever when it comes to that stuff. But it's just very interesting, like in that same way, is that people that are successful, the principle underneath all of that is they have a large respect for their time. Yeah. And where they're spending their time and the commitments of where their time is being spent. And there's that, there's another book uh, that I've read. Um, ooh, it's something about like, Art of Habits or something like that. Something about. Have you read that book? It's like something about I habits. I, I don't think I've read that one. Let me see. Habits book. Let's see what pops up. I feel like Joe Rogan be able to just pull stuff up here. Here it is. Yep. The power we need to- of habit. Great. We need book. Have over here. I'm gonna get Haley over here on the monitor next. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Haley, get over here on the monitor. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We'll start. We'll start. We'll start acting like we have another person on the team. We'll just like. We'll just make up a name. Bill, look Bill, that up, and I'll, I'll be googling it but no. Yeah. So the, 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 book's called the power of habit and it talks about, um, it talks about again, how our habits are our main influence on how successful we are. or We aren't right. Like it's habits, habitual, like training, right. That we do and we can, we conditioned ourselves, right. Like again, like we talked about this before, like, um, condition, like helplessness. Yep. Right. So, or, and, 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 Again, Learn. all of these things are you can be conditioned to start thinking in certain ways. It's just like when someone's trying to say, you know, again, not to not to harp on my mom here, but my mom and it's gotten so much better. I talked about her a couple podcasts ago, right? About how we started doing the thing where when I saw her, um, you know, I would ask her. Um, I would ask her to like tell me, you know, three things that she's, you know, are appreciative for. So I've already started to notice that my mom's mindset is a lot better now. And also too, um, it's just a different and the same thing too, where it was hard for her in the very beginning. Like she goes to say something to me and she goes, and I know that it pops into her head. Like I, Joey's not going to let me say anything negative. Right. Right. So if I say anything negative, like you get, so then all of a sudden you start becoming mindful, right? Then you go from unconscious incompetence, right? To conscious competence. And you start to, uh, uh and you start to, uh, sorry, conscious incompetence. And you start to realize that she she goes to say a statement to me and she goes, wait, that's negative. And then you realize that you can't have a conversation without saying something negative and you become, you become aware of how you communicate and how you right. live your life and how you interpret information. And you're like, hold on a second. Like, where's the beauty in this? Where's the, you know, and then like that whole, you know, yep. that, that, that all changes. Um, right. And right. that's, a, that's a, a big piece. I think, I think um, Bo, the, the thing though too, is I want to really touch on that thing of being like, what does it mean, what does it mean to have more appreciation for your time. What does that even mean, and how do I go about doing that? Like, what does that even introduce? I
0: to? mean, ultimately, just because my—I mean, Joe, you know how I am, kind of like Switzerland. So, the biggest thing for me was one learning to respect myself and being able to say no because I'm I'm always more of a yes man, but um, more. I think it ultimately comes down to how you view yourself and how you respect yourself. And just like you're saying with your mom, it starts by self-talk every single morning. And listen, when I started doing this, I didn't believe half the stuff I was saying. Like I just woke up in the morning and I would say like, you know, um, I want to get here. I think this of myself. Um, I want to rewire my brain to do this and it takes time. But to answer your question, I think it ultimately comes down to respect for yourself and conscious respect for yourself. Because I think a lot of people aren't conscious of what they truly think of themselves. And you can uh, kind of see this through the maturation of where they are in the workplace and their positions. Um, and I'm not saying that cause I know like my grandpa worked at, uh, um, gas company for 40 years and he, he, he earned a good wage, but that's just what he liked to do. So some people do just like to do that. Like um, i think mm. we all can agree that there are workers in the world that love what they do. But, um, for me, it ultimately comes down to respect and conscious thoughts of what you really think of yourself. And I don't think enough people are fully aware of how they are processing and how they internally perceive the world around them. Um, and I didn't do that until I started to meditate and have a consistent routine. And and just like you're saying with your mom, I was completely unaware. I was negative all the time. And I, it's a reality. Like when you're stuck in the reality it's something, all we see is what's in front of us. You know, we don't, we're not in the moment of how our brains interpreting it because that's just natural for us. So um, I think becoming more aware of your thoughts is ultimately the first step. And then gradually starting to respect yourself more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you still have to have value just because you're aware of yourself doesn't mean you're going to be a millionaire. Like you still have to have value to provide to people. But I think that whole process starts by being more aware of how you view yourself and how you view the world around you. And then understanding that we all have a clock, like that clock's running no matter what. I mean, Joey, we've been on the show for thirty minutes, and we're never going to get that thirty minutes back. And how we value that versus how somebody else values that—that's ultimately, you know, how we view time and how we view ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a big thing. And again, like where you're spending your time with, you know, again, reading or you're, again monitoring. We talk, <clears throat> We talked. I think it was last podcast we talked about inputs right? Like inputs and outputs, like changing your inputs. And right. again, like the reading podcast, which you're listening to the people around you, all of these things help form your thoughts, right? Yeah. Again, you hang around with winners. There's a reason that all of a sudden that you end up winning, right? is because again, all of these people help you with your thoughts and help you maintain perspective if that's meditating for you every morning, if that's, again, talking to certain friends, being around certain people, having come, like, I mean, well, we, you and I had that conversation too, even when we, me and you were around each other, like every single day, right? Because we're working together a lot. And then all of a sudden we weren't right. Is that, again, I got used to having you around and me have us having those conversations and being like, Oh, I just talked to Bo in the morning about that. Or you will know, we'll talk about it at work. And, you know, we'd have all these conversations, right. That are, that are happening around that. Like that definitely impacted me knowing that again, that, you know, those things I, I, there's a lot of people around me, like, um, you know, some of my best friends, you know, like Taylor here, for example, like here in town. Right. So like, uh, me and her with my best friends, like I talk to her on a constant basis because she helps me keep this sharp. Right. right? To keep my perspective sharp, to stay in an appreciative mindset, right? To stay in a winner's mindset. Because again, that is, is something again, by someone's around me. And again, I, I try to limit time with people that get me out of that perspective and lead me towards. And again, a lot of times it's hard though, right, Bo? Sometimes it's like your, your best friends, right? And maybe they shouldn't be your best friends or family or just, you know, people that you're people you work with. All of these things can start to, you know, again, people are affecting you, Yep. People are affecting you if you're aware of it or you're not right. They're still, they're still impre- like, um, influencing you, right. For sure. They're still influencing you if you're aware of it or not. People around right. you, books, media, stuff you're watching on TV, everything influences you. Even if you're, you know, if you think you're, you are or not right. These are all inputs right. into your life.
0: And I think that's, I think that's ultimately where the process starts is, uh, Which I mean, it it is important to have somebody that can be like your checks and balances, like you're saying with Taylor and me and you have been that for each other. But a lot of people are just so unaware of how they're being influenced. And so it's affecting you. It's affecting how you view yourself and how you view the world. And it's more prevalent today than ever with everything that's going on in the country. We're so divided in in what's going on, which that's a different podcast. But um, I say that um, if you want to know where you are, have somebody outside um, examine your thoughts, how you're saying things, wake up in the morning and write stuff down. The first 10 things that come to your head down, are they positive or negative? And then go from there. I mean, that's ultimately, every single morning we do that. I write down thoughts that come to my head and they're unconscious or subconscious and I'll start to look at them and say, wow, like something needs to happen because this is all negative. Some days they're too positive and I'm like, okay, Joey would tell me that I'm being a little bit too much of an optimist here. So what, yeah. what should we do? It lie lie back. Maybe. But um, I just think there's so many people that are just don't want to get the crawl inside their head. Yeah. They'd rather not be there. Um, For sure. Because, it you know, it, 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 it kind of goes back to that insecurity thing we talked about, which people love that episode. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think it ultimately starts between the years.
1: There's a, there's a podcast that I listened to um, recently where there was a psychologist and they were talking about how, and again, I would love to know the details of the study, but basically the numbers came out that they did a study of like a bunch of people and they said that 80% of people said that they were self-aware. They believed that they were self-aware. Um, and it came out that the study was like only like less than 20% of those people that said that they were self-aware. So 20% of the 80%, right, Correct. were okay. actually self-aware and again i would love to figure out how they actually figure that out to figure out how self-aware that they were um i'd be interested in that in that study but i but again i, I think that that seems to be true right it's more of like an 80 20 rule right, right. 80% right. of people think they are 20% of those 80% actually think that, that actually are pretty self-aware
0: um
1: right. and so i think that um again i but what i i think that this leads to a longer conversation because i think that there's some practical things that we can come up with and construct off of things right. that I think that we do decently well and maybe have some value for some people. Mm-hmm. I think what we do is maybe on a, an, another podcast, uh, we come up with like, you know, like we've done in the past where there's like a worksheet, right? We'll do the, we do the worksheet. Um, we'll get people like practical questions to walk through. Right. Yep. And we'll talk through maybe, um, again, practical ways that people can be more mindful of their time, reflect on where they, how they spent their time in this week, this month, this day. Right. right. And, um, you know, really just evaluate and being able to reflect. Um, and then again, some of the things that I, I kind of write down, you know, from day to day, you know, just reflecting on where my mind's currently at and where, you know, all those things are. So, um, I think yep. that's something that we could probably do that would add a lot of value for people to, again, I think that that's a big piece. A lot of people want to be successful. A lot of people want to be happy. A lot of people want to be fulfilled. And it starts with the grassroots. It doesn't start at the end point. It starts with how I think, right? Because it's that, it's that old quote, right? Like, um, um, feelings, right. Feelings turn into thoughts, thoughts turn into words. Isn't that, isn't that how it works? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like monitoring our feelings before even our thoughts. Um, yep. And, um, um yeah, or the, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's thoughts turn the feelings. feelings. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know. I, I mean, yeah. I, it's interesting. I, yeah. I, I, would both. Think, that the, I, I think, think it will cool. probably be thoughts first, but I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not familiar with the, the quote, but yeah, I think that as is we're getting towards the end you've asked me a couple times, but I'll ask you now, like what, especially in relation to the baseball space. Um, I know it's all relatable, but the show is about value and valuing yourself. What does that truly mean to you?
1: Um, valuing, valuing myself really means knowing your worth. Right. And I think that's the first thing is like, I feel like in large point, like I, I feel like I, I have a, a thought in my head of what I'm worth, right? Where a lot of people don't even have that of like what they even think they're worth. They'll just take, they're letting other people tell them what they're worth. And I think I go into situations more often than not telling other people what, you know, value I bring to the table. And again, that can come off, you know, a lot of different ways. It just matters who, what room you're in and who you're talking to. And you know, there's a lot of context that needs to be added to that. But Um, I think in a lot of situations, I go into situations like knowing what I bring to the table. um, And I've had some, you know, experience of being in those rooms and figuring out again, where, what in relation to the market of people, right. Or what you would say again, other people that are like understanding where I sit in that, in that realm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also know where I, what value I don't bring to the table, which is probably even more important. For sure. Um, and so because of my worth, again, I don't walk in thinking I'm worth billion a billion dollars a second. Right. Yep. But in certain areas, I'm worth more than in other areas. For I'm sure. more, you know, I, I bring more value in certain areas than I do in other areas. Right. Yep. And I try to limit my time of where I spend. I create the most, The I mean, the least amount of value. I try to right. limit my time where I create the least amount of value. And I try to increase my time of where I create the most amount of value. Right. right. Um, and then, you know, also too, I try to, find more and more ways of um, I, again, I think of myself in the same way is that I'm an investment like me personally, I'm an investment. I need to invest in myself. Right. Again, I need to spend time every single day. What did I do for me today? Right. Did I read books? Did I meditate? Did I do something that made me happy? Did I do something that again, I tell you what, what fills my cup, right? What makes me sharp. Right. right. And then if you do that every day, I'm investing in me. Do I need to go hit? Do you know, again, when I was a player, do I need to go hit or again, do I need to work with hitters? Do I need to just work with hitters a certain, you know, I'm still balancing that. How much do I work with players? How much do I learn? How much do I put out information to educate coaches? Right. This is all like a balancing act of like, you know, where I feel at the time that I'm more passionate in and where I, you know, providing the most value at the time. Right. 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 But I think, I think that's the biggest thing is that you don't, the, the, if you don't know what you're worth, that's okay right now. A lot of, you know, again, I would say in large part, I, in some ways know what I'm worth, but also too, I'm sure in a lot of ways I don't, right. Maybe I overvalue means myself in certain areas, undervalue myself in certain other areas, but, um, and on the same aspect as well, that shouldn't stop you from investing in yourself to create more worth. You don't need to know what you're worth to start creating more worth. Right. Right. So, um, I think that that's that's a a big piece there. I would say, Bo, is that, you know, that's what value is to me. Is like obviously knowing knowing what your worth is, yeah, um, and investing in yourself to create worth, right? You know, and create I an asset. You are your best asset.
0: I think that's what helped me start to grasp this and get a better idea. Is when we think investment, we usually just think money, and a lot of people are, I don't want to say skeptical, but if you tell me, Joey, or Bo, I have, I have this investment for you, I want to put $1,000 in, I might be skeptical. Now, if you tell me you have to put 100 hours or 1,000 hours into something, a lot of people will say, okay, they, there's a disconnect between the investment. But money I can go get at time, I can't. When I started viewing everything I do as an investment, you start to understand the worth and where you want to spend your time. Yeah. Um, and I think that little, just that little shift in like, look, if I spend an hour here, it's an hour I'm not going to get back. And looking at everything as an investment, not just monetarily or um, from a business perspective, but everything you do is an investment, whether it's in yourself or your marriage or your business and understanding what that means to the larger scope of, of, your, mm. of the time that's sticking because it's going.
1: Yeah. Uh, the last thing I was going to add is that a lot of times what we do is in the micro, we overvalue money or monetize mm-hmm. things, and then, and the, and then, but in the long macro, we undervalue, um, and I guess you could, you could say that too. We value our time in the macro, but a lot of times we're living in the micro. So we're yeah. always valuing um, uh, money, right? Or, or that's what we're thinking of with investments as money, 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 right? And, you know, again, good reason. Money is important, right? It is important. It, it, it does. That is how we, you know, again, yeah. there is a need, right? for us to do a lot of those things in the live, how we, you know, live certain ways. Okay. Right now with that is again, if we're always making choices because of the micro, right. Money, 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 right. All that, that stuff is that we're not understanding that again, in the macro what's we're really care about at the end of all of that. Right. Even when we have all the money that we want to have, which most people that are focused like that will never have the amount of money that they want to have. Right. right. Um, that, there becomes again an issue there because right. of that that we're we're constantly making decision of when we get again when you get old think about it all the people that make money right when they get older they're trying to buy back their time right right for sure. they sacrifice their time for money and then older in their life they're sacri- trying to sacrifice their money for time yep you know for sure so so you have this other you have this you know back and forth of, again, you want to be efficient. How much time am I sacrificing for money? Right. And how much do I value my time in relation to my money and how you value your time is how you value yourself. Right. Yep. Yeah,
0: I agree.
1: I think we need to make something practical though, too, that we'll put together for another podcast and and walk through it. of Some things of like how to think about this and how to actually apply this towards your life and like a daily, you know, monthly, weekly, or whatever thing that we come up with. Um, And I think that we could throw something together that would be pretty pretty powerful and helpful for a lot of people
0: i think so too because so i think there's a lot of you know we're, we're kind of uh in between some of the younger people getting involved and some of the older we're kind of like can bridge the gap um especially with generations of the way the world it's not i mean now we sound like the old guys again but it's not like how it used to be but it's yeah. not quite where it's going right and i think yeah. it, a lot of young guys get involved they're kind of stuck in that limbo um and then some of those old people also need to change with the time so I think that something practical would be huge, not just
1: for uh, baseball, but just for for life in general. Yep. No. Love it. Well, guys, if uh, if you guys haven't checked out Farm Plus, what are you doing? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm just gonna, well, I'm just gonna mention. I'm just gonna say Farm Plus, and then move on. At this point, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it's a monster. I don't even need to. If you, I don't need to give the value. You just go go check it out. Go go take a peekaboo. Go take a peekaboo.
0: I mean I'm maybe people just don't like us but I'm starting I'm starting to question some of the uh I don't want to say competency but
1: I mean <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you i mean you probably not listening to this podcast if you don't agree but at the same time if you do agree and you don't have this I had I had somebody tell me the other day that um you know they 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 didn't have they hadn't invested because they didn't have the money I said man if you ain't got 5 bucks a month at this point like you're in, a, you're in a tough place. So you don't have, again, that comes back to your, your self worth, right? Same exact thing. It, it circles back. If you don't have five dollars a month to invest in your mindset and again to like have courses and all the other things that are added and all the other value that's there, I mean I the gauntlet of information and development that's on there, again, that tells you a lot about like how you value yourself and your and your right. you know, what you can provide. So um For sure. Again, Especially we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Again, we can lead thing. you to water. We can make it, we can take away all the excuses, but we can't take, I mean, we can take away a lot of excuses, but we can't take away the one that is you not wanting to invest in yourself.
0: Look, guys, I've been there. I've done a long bus trips. All it takes is two less Red Bulls a month. That's it.
1: Hey, yo. Two less Red Bulls. Two less Red Bulls a month.
0: And you can I listen to,
1: to Bo and Joe, baby. Bo and Joe, take some info. Well, guys, from uh, us And our partners over at Yak Tech. Till next time, Farm System out.